Matt Gates is the petulant 42-year-old adolescent congressman from Pensacola, Florida. He's a vandal, a nihilist, and an enormous disgrace. He's also the person that Republicans are blaming for blowing up the House of Representatives. Now, there's a lot of things to criticize Matt Gates for, but that's not one of them. The reason the House of Representatives is ungovernable is very simple. And it's not Matt Gates's fault. It's Donald Trump's. It is the price of the cowardice of an entire political party that succumbed to an authoritarian demagogue. On the evening of January 6th, after Donald Trump lied for months about the outcome of an election, an election for president of the United States, a decision, a choice, a right in America that is elemental, foundational to the functioning of American society, it is the core building block of the American civilization. After lying about the stolen election, and after helping incite an insurrection that saw the Confederate flag carried across the Capitol Rotunda, that saw insurrectionists defecating and urinating on the chamber floors of the House and the Senate, 140 Republicans voted to strip away, after the fact, the vote of millions of Americans. Most of those people, the people the Republicans wanted to take the vote from, well, they shared something in common. You guessed it. They were black, and they were brown, and they lived in America's inner cities. Right away, Donald Trump came out on election night and started lying. He talked about the votes that arrived out of nowhere. None of it was true. All of it was a fantasy. And the cost of it has been a loss of faith and belief in democracy itself. Enormous percentages of the country believe the last presidential election was illegitimate when it was anything but. And now they believe the system is illegitimate. All the while, the incitements to violence, to chaos, to mayhem, to madness and insanity never abate. The reason the House doesn't have a speaker is because of the character defects of the Republican membership, because of the cowardice, because of the absence of character and virtue to stand up against the most dangerous threat to arise on American soil since the Confederacy. That's why Kevin McCarthy was as deeply unfit for a position of national leadership and to be second in line to the presidency as Jim Jordan. Anybody who tells you different is gaslighting you. Kevin McCarthy helped incite the insurrection, and more importantly, than his incitement of insurrection is his commitment to resurrection. The resurrection of Donald Trump, who after the insurrection was flat on his back until Kevin McCarthy stood next to him in Mar-a-Lago and made clear the Republican Party would never move on from the Donald. 
that he was the leader for life, like President Xi in China, like President Putin in Russia. Today, it was reported, Donald Trump plans to withdraw America from NATO, a decision that will plunge the world into chaos and war and send a million Americans, young men all, to their deaths in faraway lands. Think about that the next time someone's bullshitting you on cable news. The reality of this moment is it's not Matt Gates's fault. It's our fault. We don't have a speaker. It's the American people's fault for tolerating this insanity for seven long years, for tolerating a political system that allows its politicians to pick their voters as opposed to the other way around. The result is an utterly broken institution and an utterly broken system that isn't a model around the world, but rather a laughingstock. That's dangerous. It's tragic. And it's a harbinger of catastrophe. There's a story today in the Jerusalem Post that covers this subject. It's not an American story. It's about Israel's government. And the title is The Day the Delusion Died. It will die in America also. When the price for all of this comes, and mark my words, it will come, just as it came in Israel. There is always a price for weakness, division, and decay. The era of Donald Trump exposed the hollowness, the emptiness, the soullessness of so much of America's political and media classes who believe in nothing, not their country, not the truth, not reality. Nothing but the almighty dollar for which they will do anything, including watch it all burn down in broad daylight. The question at hand for the American people as the hour grows very late, will we allow this country to be hijacked by extremists like Matt Gates? Is it possible that this putrid punk could conceivably be elected governor of Florida? And the answer, of course, is yes, because Ron DeSantis was. In the end, it has long been said, including by Winston Churchill himself, that in a democracy, the people get the government they deserve. I don't believe the American people deserve this government. What the American people deserve is a government as good as their people. And when you look at the House of Representatives and you look at the Ted Cruz's and the Josh Hawley's and the Elise Stefanik's and the George Santos's and the Paul Gosar's and Marjorie Taylor Greene's and all the rest, it should disgust you. It should appall you. These people are unfit beyond words and imagination. And yet, they hold positions of power debating the issues of our time 
that are life and death matters for our children in the type of country that they will raise their children in. Freedom is a nonsense word without the concepts of responsibility and obligation attached to it. Matt Gates doesn't understand that. But then again, the American people don't seem to particularly understand Matt Gates. He's a punk who's punking all of us. He gets away with it because when he goes on TV, the ratings, the ratings and the money. But in the end, when the most unserious people are at the center of American life, the people commanding the attention of the global media as the American government, what does that say about us? The answer to that question is not very much. 